0: This is the M6P with your host Andy Kirby.
1: And Jared Mayo.
0: Hey Jared, you are sounding probably the best that we've ever sounded. Really? Yeah, so we might have to do this no laptop thing more often.
1: Yeah, so yeah, my computer decided to bite the dust yesterday. <sighs> so Andy and I were like, let's we still need to record though, so we'll just do an old school like when like back if you listen to our first few episodes, like our first like twenty five episodes, the quality is very bad. <laughs> yeah,
0: it's pretty awful. It's pretty awful.
1: We switched so. to laptops.
0: Yeah, so no laptop, and you're on your phone, is that correct? Mm-hmm. And it's a Alcatel what? It's a who? <laughs> that, was, that was a joke. It, it's, a, it's a Magnavox what model?
1: Oh, I get it. I don't <laughs> know. It's a black phone.
0: <laughs> it's, it's black. Hey. Okay. All right. Can we say that? Can we say these things? Can we? it's a black phone? Can we talk about what we were just talking about, Cardi B? Oh, I thought we were... Yeah, about coronavirus! <laughs> <laughs> Virus and Cardi B. All right, so I don't know who this person is, but I did read a headline that her new song was very gross, and I read the lyrics, and yes, oh my word, it makes me feel better about any song I ever had a question about maybe list- letting my children listen to.
1: What, you're thinking, like, yes or no for this song?
0: No, I'm thinking, like... That song "Semi Charmed Life" by Third Eye Blind, <laughs> <laughs> and maybe my children heard that song in the background, and I possibly felt guilty about that. But now I feel fine. I'm I'm fine. Hey.
1: <laughs> well, and how will she outdo herself? What will the next song be? I don't know, man.
0: Oh my word! So wh- like, how do you? Do it? How is this? How is this? Just it's just pornography to music, right? Isn't it basically?
1: Pretty much. I mean, I did not even read the whole lyrics. I just heard, like, four lines from the song, and I blushed, and I turned it off.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I blushed, and that's it.
1: Like, oh my gosh, I could not imagine those words, like, even going in my brain, let alone coming out of my mouth.
0: <laughs> I, I remember being like, is it okay to listen to Gangster's Paradise? Is that bad? Uh, but I think it's fine.
1: Showing our age, man.
0: Like when I was a kid in Gangster's Paradise, I was like, wow, this is rap. Whew, gotta be careful.
1: Yeah. Knows what'll happen. <laughs> well, I mean, my no goodness, way. Madonna was controversial when we were kids.
0: Ah, like a virgin. If we could go back to those
1: days. <laughs> <laughs> she ain't got nothing
0: on Cardi B. <laughs> oh my word! So what is the uh, the the world? Okay, I saw a YouTube video today, and I don't know who this person is, but it was somebody who went back in time to tell to warn themselves about the year 2020. Like they went back four months or something. It was clever. I thought it was clever. And uh, the person who is back in I don't know March uh, instead of April or June, uh, mm-hmm. they were like, "Oh man, you know I, these." These Australian wildfires, they're really intense. It's going to be the defining moment of 2020. And the girl was like, oh, you know, you would think, you would think, but it gets much worse. Like, yes, this this year, like the last time we recorded was in March. And things were a little nutso back then. Yes. Things are a little off the hook now, right? Right, right. right. Even take that time to travel
1: back to March.
0: Yes, so what has happened in recent – so that like when my kids listen to this, when your kids listen to this, oh, God forbid, when your children listen to this, <laughs> <laughs> what what is going on right now in the world? I want an American's perspective because I don't have that.
1: Oh, well, America is very divided right now. <laughs> they're, they're very divided um, racially, politically. uh Maskly, where <laughs> either you're pro mask or you're anti mask. I don't know if that has a lee to it yet. Uh, America is just it's kind of all over the place right now. But I think it's that's where it is on the news. I think at a at least at my level where I am, I'm in Ohio. Uh, it's I don't know. It's it, it's probably different friend group by friend group too. But the biggest change I think is at least for my area is the masks that everyone is. In the state of Ohio, it's been mandated by the governor that you have to wear a mask everywhere you go.
0: Okay, so you have to wear a mask. Now, coronavirus is kind of peaking out, right? If, is that Coronavirus!
1: <laughs> uh, yeah, we saw the peak months ago. And so that's why there's a lot of... Why are we adding all this extra stuff now when it's going down?
0: And so we're recording this in the end of August... <laughs> and the schools are, are starting to come back or try to come back, right?
1: Yeah, it's every other school. It's, it's literally like every other school. Some are five days a week. Some are hybrid online-offline. Some are totally online until, uh, like, the – Interestingly enough, until the beginning of November, it's very, it's a different district by district.
0: And what happens the beginning of November? (laughs) We have a presidential election. Woohoo! Finally, this madness will be over, right? Absolutely. (laughs) I was thinking about this the other day. Listen, wherever you stand on Trump, wherever anyone stands on Trump, why in the world would you want to run this country now? Like, if I were him, I'd be like, good luck, idiots. (laughs) Boom. Like I, I did my four years, I'm out, you can all just go away and you know, you can say whatever you want to say in that area. But I mean, like yeah. why why would anybody want to run this dumpster
1: fire? Jennifer said that we were watching, you know, I'm super into politics. I like to see what everybody's saying on both sides and I in the know middle. Th-
0: I know that you do this, what used to be Marvel 616 Politics Podcast. (laughs) You insisted.
1: I had to watch the uh, Democratic National Convention, and then this week is the Republican National Convention. And so I have to watch them all because I need to know what's going on and what everybody thinks about their platform and all that stuff. Absolutely. And and Jennifer said exactly what you said. Then why would anybody even want to deal with this stuff?
0: My goodness, like... I, I heard a clip from Trump and he was like, I, I liked my life before this. Like, I had a pretty good life. <laughs> I was thinking to myself, yeah, man, you earned it. Go back. That's fine. And Joe Biden, I don't he know. Did, you know? I, I, I don't know why Joe Biden would want to run this thing either. Like, I'm not saying either side. I'm saying who in the world would be like, you know what I want to do? This wreck that people hate each other and kill each other and, you know, the whole mask thing and people dying all the time. I want to be in charge of that.
1: Yeah. Not this guy.
0: <laughs> Who has two thumbs no. and doesn't want to do it? Me.
1: Think of it. I mean, both of them. You know, Trump before this, you know, he was loved by everyone. You know, there was no, you know, celebrities thought he was great and, and he's charismatic and he's a socialite and he had more money than anybody needed. Right. And he was doing his thing. And and Joe Biden, you know, he's three years shy of 80. Uh, he'll be 78 if he gets elected uh, on Inauguration Day. Both of them, like, Joe Biden can just chill and relax and live his, his, the, his remaining life with his grandkids and taking vacations and just chilling. And Trump, you know, can just go and, like, you know, he's always been wanting to do stuff. So, you know, like, have another TV show or build real estate and just they could do whatever. And yet both of them are like, we would rather take... The worst position in the entire world. Yeah, and we'd like to do that. And uh, Trump is like, and I want to do it and not get paid.
0: <laughs> like,
1: Goodness, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs>
0: like, wh- why? Why? And then I'd like to say for posterity again, uh, Kanye West is running in this election too. So if that tells you how how upside down things are right now.
1: And uh, Joe Jorgensen, right?
0: I don't know who that is.
1: That's the libertarian candidate. I figured that was your, your person.
0: Oh, I really appreciate you saying yeah, – being in touch. More in touch than I am. Goodness gracious. No, I don't even know how I'm going to vote this this go-round. <laughs> well, you better figure it out. <laughs> last time I voted for the Constitution Party just because his last name was Castle, and I thought like, he would go in and clean things up.
1: Oh, or like build a castle.
0: Well, I meant, <laughs> I meant like Punisher. That's what I meant.
1: Oh right! You thought he was just going to like shoot
0: people, right? Because that's what the Constitution's about. What? Well, you said Castle. That's the Punisher, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. That's what I meant. You got oh, so okay. How does that? So
1: how does that work? You're in Togo. Do you have to request an absentee ballot?
0: Man, there was an email that was sent out, and I didn't read it, so I don't know. Gotcha. I Taking probably
1: take duty yeah. seriously.
0: Yes. Yeah. Well, I'm kind of <laughs> looking from over here and I'm kind of like thinking the same thing. Like, uh, why do I want to, uh, 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 you know?
1: Well, you're not planning on coming back during this next presidential term, the next four years anyways, right?
0: Um, If I come back, it'll be in three and a half years, something like that.
1: Yeah. Oh, so maybe so. So you want the tail end of your, your time here to be nice. <laughs>
0: uh, <laughs> I want the total, I want to get off the airplane and be like, okay, so this is America now. All right. High
1: five, everyone. <laughs> right, high fives for everybody. But we're all in biohazard suits, though. So right. yes, yeah. Virtual reality high fives. Uh, so, so, Andy, uh, last time we had our podcast, we said each, each time we did a little show, a little show, if you will, that you will tell us a little, like, uh, maybe a story or something interesting about your time in Togo. Because I don't think we have any people in togo that are listeners so we want to see what's up over there <laughs>
0: gotcha yeah well one of the doctors here he thought it'd be a good idea to start listening to the show so now i gotta be careful what i say so oh, great
1: he's great though we love him he's uh, doctor Do- doctor Jimmy.
0: dr pete is fantastic
1: all right so you know about dr pete you You're say? always me. you're always texting me dr
0: pete is the best and i'm like dude dr pete he probably is the best <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly what happened uh so i thought like right now it's summer we're in the middle of summer it's kind of cold so you were asking me today you were like how in the world do you have two colds in august it's cold and it's wet when i sit in my chair i'm like who spilled water on my chair but no it's just moisture in the air ew gross <laughs> yeah it's pretty disgusting that i mean that aspect of it you know so <sighs> yep um uh a, a Togolese buddy of mine, probably my best Togolese friend over here, he came over to the house and showed us this giant snakeskin that was like three times the size of Steve uh, that he found in his field. Did you see that
1: picture? I remember seeing a snakeskin, but maybe I didn't look at it close enough.
0: It was Steve was laying next to it. Oh
1: no, I have not seen this picture. Okay,
0: it was on our latest newsletter. Um, so that's crazy. That's insane, man. So it could eat Steve. It could. It could eat me. Forget about Steve. It could eat me. <laughs> Who cares about Steve? <laughs> uh, so uh, yeah. What else do you want to know? Everything. All the beef has a certain flavor that you're like, mm, Togolese. All the beef tastes the same. Yeah, it's got a weird. It's got a weird flavor over here. I don't know why. Like chicken? No, not like chicken. So
1: it's not a but. But um, doesn't Felicity really love fufu? She does really
0: like fufu. She does. Yes. Yep. We haven't had it that often. It's well, hard. it is it's a delicacy, t- right? So okay. So we went up to this monastery. We we got a vehicle. It's a Land Cruiser four wheel drive. We went up the mountain, uh, eight miles away from where we live. Um, I don't know what that is in kilometers. So eight miles away. It took us an hour because the roads are that bad, and Ooh. it was crazy, man. So then. When we came back, we stopped at... There's not that many restaurants here. You know what I mean? Like, in cities there are, but in the villages, there aren't restaurants that you stop by. So there was one kind of restaurant that had a couple hotel rooms, kind of like an inn, I guess. Okay. Okay, so we go there. We heard they have magical fries there, like French fries. And so... Oh. Yeah. So I was like, okay, four orders of French fries. Let's do this thing. And then we were like you know what it's around lunchtime why not get some food also so we looked at the menu we didn't know what we were ordering and we asked for something they were like oh no 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 we don't have that and i was like well what about this and they're like no no no, we don't we don't have that either and i'm pointing to the menu that they handed me right so Mm -hmm. then i was like well what what do you have and they're like we have the chicken right here and we have this and we have this and this i was like okay well i'll take one of each of those i got these millions of kids to feed let's Let's take one of those each. So, she's like, "Okay, all right, you want this and this, right?" And I said, "Well, two of these, you know, I want all four of these things." She's like, "Okay." So, like we ended up going exploring because it just took we we ordered fish and chicken. Two orders of fish, two orders of chicken. They had to go catch this fish, apparently. Like and No way. Dude, like It took forever, and they live right next to, like, this inn is right next to a river. So, I think they went back there, they caught the fish, and I wouldn't be surprised if they went out there and killed the chicken, and then put it right there on the grill. It's like, it took that long, which, it was cool. I wasn't, wasn't, you know, disturbed at that, because it was just a day that we set aside to do this. It was kind of our first day trip in eight months, so it was kind of nice, Um, but... So we're eating this, and you can tell, like, it's got some good flavor, it's good for Togo, but it's just a—it's just weird, like, the food is just different. You know, it's like, okay, this is chicken, and I know chicken is the same everywhere, but uh, you can tell this is Togolese chicken. Mm. So I don't know if you would like it, because I know you are a very picky eater, and you only eat macaroni and cheese and chicken.
1: Ooh, that does sound really good, I don't... It's cottage cheese, not macaroni and cheese.
0: Uh, it's been years, hasn't
1: it? <laughs> so, okay. Well, so were the fries worth it?
0: Oh, the fries were divine. Yes. Yes, they were. So they were. Yeah, they were really good.
1: So do they have, uh, like in the city, do they have McDonald's and Pizza Hut?
0: Um, I have yet to see that. I've only been to two cities. Uh, one of them... Doesn't have anything like that. The other one is the capital, and I don't think that they have any chains. So no, I don't think so. They have like what is- Fantastic Burger or Best Burger. They have Best Burger. Is that a chain? I don't even know.
1: Never heard of Best Burger. Yeah, I
0: think it's. I think it's just what they named it.
1: So what is the capital of Togo? Lomé. Lomé. Okay. Lomé. And uh, is it a pretty happening spot?
0: Yeah, man. Um Yes, there's no social distancing there, but everybody's wearing masks and they're all huddled together. Um, it's crazy just how they're enforcing these rules because people in cars need to wear masks and they need to social distance. So only a couple people per vehicle or you know spread out and stuff. But people on motos are the ones getting in trouble for not wearing masks. Now, motos are motorcycles and that's the main form of travel here. There's only... only A small percentage of people can drive cars, but everybody else has motos. And so, like, the military are stopping people on their motos and saying, where's your mask? Where's your mask? Where's your mask? Now, if I understand this correctly, when you're going on a moto, the wind is kind of blowing at you and it disperses all this stuff. And the safest place is to be outside, right? Uh, You would think. Yeah. So, I don't – I think a lot of this is just for show, but –
1: so do you have to wear a mask inside your car when you're alone and on a moto alone?
0: They that's what they're telling you. Yeah, yeah. Oh well, that doesn't even make sense. I know, I know. But they look around at the other countries around here and they look at France and they're like, "All right, all right, we'll do this too."
1: So, oh yeah, they used to was, be owned by France, didn't they?
0: Um, yeah, yeah. So okay, they. <laughs> There's this 14-day quarantine thing that you have to get into the country and then you take a test, a COVID test, and it has to be negative. And then you wait and you take another test day 7, take you another test day 14, and you wait until day 16 when you get your results back. And if all of them are negative, then you're good to go and you don't have to quarantine. So, Oh, wow. So we heard, and that's anybody coming in from any other country. So we heard, you know what, the Ministry of Health changed that. And you know what, if you have your first negative test then that's it like you're good to go no need to quarantine so it's just that first couple days while you're waiting on your first negative test so we go to the local dps which is the department of public safety and health and we're like is this true and they're like no absolutely not 14 days 16 days that's what it is and we're like but the ministry of health which is your boss said no they, that you need to do only the two days. And they were like, well, nobody told us. So then we call the Ministry of Health and they say, oh, no, 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 no. It's, it's just two days. And then we call the US embassy and we're like, so is it the Ministry of Health or the DPS? And they're like, no, no, it's the Ministry of Health. It's only two days. So then we call the DPS and they're like, no, it is 16 days. No one has told us. <laughs> so then we call the D, the, the Ministry of Health again. We're like, did you release this to, you know, the provinces? And they're like, um we did but it was a it was a holiday on a friday afternoon and we're like so is anything in writing can you send a signed letter can you resend it and they're like no 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 wow
1: i don't even know what to say that's crazy
0: but the bottom line is we got more doctors coming in which is fantastic so
1: right because you're also administrator andy aren't you
0: i am administrator andy I am. I'm half Administrator Andy, a quarter Math Teacher Andy, and a quarter Physical Science Teacher. Wow.
1: I'm impressed.
0: Ah, ah.
1: That's cool. And you're also a uh, husband, Andy. Didn't you just celebrate your anniversary?
0: We did. We did last month. Yep. Yep. And
1: is it 17 years?
0: It is 16 years. 16 years.
1: Yep. Ooh, that was a close Okay. I'm pretty and so what you, well done. And and then we'll get to comics after this. What do you do in Togo when you've been married for 16 years? <laughs> I
0: don't know. So we were able to go to the city, uh, not Lomé, but the the closest city and we took the family out to eat. And so this is the first time in 7 months that we went out to eat at a at a, at a like a a real restaurant. This would be like a um trying to think of a chain that is similar to what this would be. Kinda of be like a I guess like an Olive Garden type thing, but we were the only people in there and it kinda of had like a like a cabana feel to it. So somewhere between Olive Garden and like a Mexican outside patio restaurant. Oh okay. Yeah. I had antelope what? for the first time.
1: Really? How was
0: that? Probably the last time I'll have it. Oh, that good, huh? <laughs> it was <laughs> it was it was uh, strangely chalky. It was like that, uh, you ever eat meat when sometimes it's just like, it, it's so, like, it It was in sauce, but it was so dry in the sauce. Maybe it was just mm. because it was so lean, you know? Mm.
1: Yeah, sauce can only cover up so much.
0: Right, 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 right. So, what What else is doing with you, man?
1: Ah, uh, man. See, I'm just so boring. Like, I don't live in a foreign country. I don't...
0: Can you talk uh, about your job at all? I
1: have a refrigerator. I have kind of <laughs> stuff, you know. <laughs> uh, my job is like which one? Like I do all kinds of stuff. Like the gym is back open, uh, but no one is coming back. So, uh, so, but that's okay. Uh, I have the same amount of clients as I did before coronavirus. Coronavirus. Nice. <laughs> And stuff with online people, though, so that that takes care of that. I'm working for the women's centers now as well, trying to be a male um, coordinator for the what, men's services
0: there. Is, can you explain a little bit of that? I don't know what that is.
1: Yeah, so when a woman comes into the health center, they're looking to you know get a pregnancy test or an ultrasound, or they uh, want abortion on an informa uh, information on an abortion or any of that stuff, um, but you know, it takes two people to make a baby, a boy and a girl. So the center decided, yeah, we need to make sure we're servicing both of those parents, the, the dad and the mom. So I meet with the guys now and I talk to them about their options, about having their child, um, putting their child up for adoption, uh, what their support system is, any way that uh, we can be of help as an agency to help them be the best dad that they're going to be able to be. We're a pro-life organization, so uh, we don't do abortions. We don't refer for abortions. We don't give information for abortions. Our goal is to save that baby and help the parents be the absolute best parents that they can be. But they're equipped to be great parents. We offer classes, and for taking our classes, we give them money to spend in our boutiques, which they can purchase all kinds of stuff from cribs to bikes to diapers clothing bottles you name it they can they can buy it with the money that we give them for taking our classes so we really just want to make sure that they're set up to be amazing parents
0: you know? dude i had no so, idea you were doing this that's fantastic i thought i told you i don't think i don't think so oh i feel yeah. like so i would have remembered this <laughs>
1: Well yeah, it's a lot different you and I talking and, and texting. Yeah, it's a lot
0: different. Yeah, Such a bummer. Dude, that's awesome. How long you've been doing that?
1: Uh, since February. I was able to work like a whole month and then coronavirus closed us down for well it didn't close us down, but it sent me home for two months. So I worked from home for two months but the center stayed open.
0: And how did you get hooked up with that?
1: Uh, it was a posting on my church's Facebook page. And it had been something I was interested in a couple of years ago, and it just kind of passed me by. And then this opportunity came up at a different location, and I was like, oh, "We'll just
0: see what happens." That's very cool.
1: And it happened, so it was good. Yeah.
0: Are you it's enjoying great. the interaction with the gentleman? Yeah, it's it's uh it's
1: definitely different because I'm I'm not a dad. You know, I don't have children. Um, but some you know parenting skills and and just talking to somebody about their options uh, and their support system and how they're feeling about things and their relationship with God, like all those things can be pretty universal. You don't have to necessarily have a child to be able to talk to somebody about that. So, and I had a, I had a friend in Cedarville, he became a pastor and he wasn't married, but he was giving marriage counseling. And we had a really good conversation about how, you know, Harry wasn't married, but he was still able to give marriage counseling. So I kind of just reflected on that time and like, yeah, just because I don't have kids doesn't mean I can't still help these guys.
0: Right on, bro. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. I, I do think it's a little humorous just because you'd be like, well, l- listen, I don't want kids, but definitely you guys, you know. Well, <laughs> <laughs> but I would never afford my child. Like, No, I, think I know, I know. That's why I say it tongue-in-cheek. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: like if Jennifer got pregnant, you know, it's, Jennifer and I aren't wanting to have children. If God gives us children and they show up, we'll we'll take them. You know. Oh,
0: I've been praying.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, there's only so many things you can do in Togo, too. So maybe you got
0: more. (laughs) That's the pot killing the kettle black. (laughs) Oh, that's so funny. Oh, you cracked me up. All right, all right, all right. We probably should get to the comics. What is on the agenda? Oh wait, we got to do like all our contact information and everything. Right.
1: People are like half hour into this. Like, what is this?
0: <laughs> this is the F Six P. It is a comic book podcast. Uh, believe it or not, we will get to that. We haven't recorded in a little bit, so uh, we're still getting our footing here. That now that I moved away and the entire world is locked down, so. That's basically yeah. it. You can email us at m6plc at gmail.com. You can visit us on you can follow us on Twitter at the M6p and check our website out the m6p.com. You can follow us on Facebook at
1: facebook.com/ them6p. You can find us on YouTube, Instagram, all the social sites under the M6p. And if you ever want to be a part of our podcast, we have a phone number set up where you can call and leave us a message to be a part of the show. The number is 616 755 Tina. We'd love your comments and questions.
0: And let's see, we are sponsored by DCB Service, Discount Comic Book Service, DCBService.com, the best place now in the world to get your comics safely delivered directly to your door. DCBService.com, their Marvel books are. I mean, at least 20, 30, almost sometimes 40% off cover price because you order two months in advance, get exact numbers, they're able to give you deep, deep discounts. DCBService.com.
1: Yes, definitely check them out. Along with their sister site, InStockTrades.com. I think the lowest discount they give on trade is 42%. After that, it just goes up higher. So check them out as well. DCBService.com is amazing. We love them. And it's not because they sponsor us. Like, we were ordering from them before. They're just, they're just a great, great site. Uh, we're also sponsored by themarvelousbox.com. You can check them out at themarvelousbox.com. What do you know? For $25 every quarter, you get a subscription, a blind box subscription box that comes right to your front door worth over $100 worth of Marvel graphic novels. Uh, coronavirus set us back a little bit, so a couple boxes. Uh, we ran out of inventory, but now I'm looking at our inventory, and we are we are good to go for the next probably three quarters. Who knows what's going to happen the rest of 2020, but we've got books to fill up the Marvelous Box, so check it out. We're also sponsored by Community Retail Partnership. You can check them out at crpsavings.com and michaelwebsolutions.com.
0: All right, so let me go back to the Marvelous Box real quick. You pay $25 per quarter, and you receive in the mail – Over $100 worth of books. Is that correct? This is correct, sir. Okay. So we buy them. The Marvelous Box buys the books. And then we give them to people. They give us $25 per quarter. That means four times a year. And we make sure that we put in $100 worth of books cover price into their box and ship it to them. Correct? Yes. That is amazing. That that always (laughs) astounds me. That always – I have never gotten over that. So anyway, anybody who wants to take advantage of that – and these are all – and if I'm not mistaken, don't you look and you say, okay, what did I send them last month or last quarter? And to make sure that they don't get the same thing, and maybe they, if they like it, they can get the next one in the the series if we have it in stock. Is that correct? You would go to that trouble?
1: Yes. We have a spreadsheet, so we, we track down and, and keep record of everything that everybody gets. We are human, and in the past four years, I have sent two duplicate books, and I've made sure to correct that and send people extra books when – that mistake has been made, but out of you know hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of boxes that we've sent out, we, we we do our absolute best.
0: That is amazing. You are amazing. So even one time there was a special request that we had where somebody asked for <laughs> something that wasn't Marvel, and it was the Marvelous box, and you even bent over backwards and got them uh, something like that. So especially with coronavirus, coronavirus. We can't necessarily right. guarantee anything, everything, but we do work for our customers um, and make sure that they are fully satisfied. So please, if you if you are jonesing for some good graphic novels, some good trade paperbacks, go to themarvelsbox.com, Sign up; it's a steal of a deal. If you read if you read trade paperbacks, that's a, it's a no brainer. Okay, all right. So, what do we got tonight?
1: I believe we're talking about the the event. Of 2020.
0: <laughs> yes.
1: No, not, not wildfires. Not murder hornets. No. <laughs> not presidential elections or or racial instability. We're not talking about masks. We're not talking about two tornadoes trying to come together in the Gulf. We're talking about Empire.
0: Empire. Empire. I, it's fantastic. This book of the scrolls and the Kree coming together to fight some race called the Katoti. What are they called? I've been saying Kotati. Kotati. <laughs> okay. They're from New York. <laughs> so, apparently this has something to do with I think I I feel like we lost some momentum here because this had its beginnings in which book? Incoming? Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Wasn't there Incoming. some I forgot There about was them. some right, exactly. Everybody did like these little asterisks is like oh you found this and uh incoming issue one like where there was a guy that died and plants were coming out of him oh yeah i forgot about that i had to think about it i was like are they talking about original sin with the watcher that was killed (laughs) like no this was something way (laughs) bigger incoming with an exclamation point yeah
1: it was something else
0: do you tell me what you think about these this book
1: well, I I think I gave it away when I said, Empire. <laughs> it just, I'm just not into this. I am bored, and I just find myself tediously trying to make it through. I'm trying to care, but it just seems so... I mean, it's it's Avengers and Fantastic Four fighting pants for five issues, and the Kree and the Scrolls. Okay, and? Like, what?
0: I don't understand how we're this far into it and nothing has happened. Like, they're, they went to the moon, they got decimated, and then there's a battle on Earth. Now we're on issue six. Right? <laughs> is it, it comes out tomorrow. It comes out tomorrow. What is, go- what is going on here?
1: Yeah. It, yeah, I don't think, like, there are, the stakes just don't feel very high. There's a lot of talking. And then even just the action of, you know, slashing trees and stuff. It's not exciting where you're. You're really into the battle.
0: No, no, I don't. I don't find this. Uh, I don't find this enthralling at all. Like the plants are rising up and like eat your salad and like uh, the the coolest thing I saw. Okay, let's 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 do some silver linings. Let's do some positives here. We can't do all negatives. What is the the coolest thing that you saw in in uh, the Empire proper, the main title?
1: Uh, I think the art is good.
0: Okay. All right. I like that. The art is good. It's good. I think the coloring yeah. is good too.
1: Oh, look at you! You got two good things. Uh,
0: put put write those down. <laughs> so I thought the coolest thing is when all the little seeds or whatever got inside the rock crevices of Ben Grimm and he was getting ripped apart. Like I thought that was the coolest thing.
1: Oh, I didn't think that was cool. I felt bad for Ben.
0: <laughs> well, I mean, you. I mean. If it's evoking those type of emotions, isn't that isn't that good? What, why do you not like thing? No, no, no. He's good. You know, I like him. I like him. I like him. That's
1: that's Poor beside thing.
0: the point. I, beside. I love it when a beloved Marvel
1: character that no one doesn't not like <laughs> is being torn apart by leaves. That's what Th- he liked. This thing.
0: Okay. Is there anything else good about this?
1: Um. Oh the uh, the Scrawl Queen. She reappeared. I thought that was kind of cool.
0: Okay. All right. And so she's the grandmother of Hulkling? Is that correct?
1: Oh, I don't know how they're all related, but I know that she's a Scraw Empress Raquel.
0: Okay. Were you... And I
1: just remember remember her from the 90s, and I hadn't seen her since. So I
0: was like, well, okay. How are you, Empress Raquel? How are you doing? You know? I, I... I was thinking about this, and I was comparing it to like Annihilation and Annihilation Conquest, mm-hmm. and I just, I, I just don't understand how this is so bad, and that was so enthralling. I mean, I might have to go back and reread that, but I mean, that's and and also Al Ewing, that's the guy who's writing the critically acclaimed Immortal Hulk right now, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and he's he's the head writer on this. Like, what is going on? Why in the world are we bringing back Swordsmen and then, like, the Katadi and the Celestial Messiah? Like, it just, I think what happened was they said, okay, I got an idea. What if we brought the two warring empires together and had this cataclysmic event? And obviously they have to fight somebody. They have to unite against somebody. What if it's, I got it. wait for it, plants. What if, (laughs) and then we blow up the sun Which is ironic because photosynthesis, they need the sun... And then everybody has to, you know, all the Avengers in the Fantastic Four have to have to kind of work things out a little bit.
1: You think that's how it went down in the, the meeting room?
0: Well, I like the idea of, like, the two biggest warring factions having to come together and unite against somebody. But And I kind of like the idea of Hulkling, like, being the, or not necessarily him, but somebody being this uniting force. So that's kind of appealing to me. And then the backstabbing and everything. But when you're talking about shapeshifters, it's just... It's too easy to say, oh, he's not really who they said he was, you know?
1: Yeah, no, I agree. And I think that this was just, like, why this story now? Where did this come Like, it really seems like it came out of nowhere. Hulkling was a lot more popular, you know, five, ten years ago when he first appeared. And he was supposed to be the one that unites, you know, the Kree and the Skrulls. And then that kind of just died away and no one ever talked about it. And now all of a sudden we just ramp it out, up out of nowhere. So I think it feels like it's coming out of left field as well.
0: Yeah, I think I think you're right. I mean, and I'm not sure why. Yeah, I'm not sure why they're doing it right now. I'm not sure where they're going to go from here. I mean, the reason why it's called Empire is a play on words because they are going to ignite the sun and that's a funeral pyre. But the, the whole plant thing, I, I just don't understand the plant thing. And then mantis coming and... Yeah, I don't know. I mean, who's the best character in this so far?
1: Oh, um, Black Panther?
0: Maybe. I don't know. Did he die? He got killed, right?
1: Uh, did he? <laughs> he got
0: stabbed, and then oh, She-Hulk, yeah. She-Hulk is possibly killed? Is that true?
1: Yes, that's how she became the But that's how she became the um the plant thing? No. What is uh what's Hulk right now? Why is my brain not working? The immortal, Immoral, yeah. That's that's how she's going to become the immortal She-Hulk. Oh. She's okay. got a one-shot coming.
0: Ah, okay. All right. So are you reading any of the peripheral books? Are you reading the one-shots or uh, uh, Celestial Messiah or the Lords of Empire or Empire X-Men, Empire Avengers?
1: I'm doing uh, Empire X-Men, but that's it. Are you doing any?
0: Um, I started with... M- with Fantastic Four, number one, and then Avengers number one. And I I was like, no, 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 I, I can't. I, I'm not going to do this. But X-Men number one grabbed my attention. And I thought it was pretty cool. Why is that? Tell me more. Well, I thought it was very Hickman-esque. And I'm pretty sure he wrote it. And when I see that Hickman is going to write a tie-in, um, I was like, okay, I can do this. And I thought it was cool way, like... It makes sense to me. She goes back to Genosha. Scarlet Witch is very sad for what she did. Um, I thought this is a way better way of of, uh, bringing in Marvel zombies, which is, let's be honest, completely unnecessary. But it's kind of a monkey's (laughs) monkey's paw type of thing, right? Mm -hmm. Like, she's trying to make good... I always like when they go back to Genosha, because that's where I started reading X-Men. New X-Men 114. But then, like... I realized I'm on issue three, and I was like, issue two wasn't as good as issue three, or issue one. And then I was like, issue three wasn't as good as issue two. I realized that Jonathan (laughs) Hickman only wrote the first issue. Did you know that? I did. Okay. I did not know that going in. Like, what in the world? Why in the world would they...
1: I mean I feel like his play he he has definitely spread over everything and his hand is in everything that has anything to do with an X-Men character. So it's like he started it off and then he he's like this is where we're going guys take it from here and it just it just hasn't been executed well.
0: I think you're right. He definitely started it off. What do you think about this the the premise to this?
1: Well, so the first the first few pages I was very intrigued. Because I, nothing from the previews made me think Scarlet Witch was going to be involved in this. I thought this was going to be angel and magic fighting plants for four issues. So I was really intrigued at the beginning and seeing what Scarlet Witch was, had been doing in the past and, and uh, decided to you know bring everybody back, but then they all came up as zombies. Then I was like, we already did this with Necrotia when Selene brought all the dead mutants on Genosha along with most throughout the world back. And... Then they all died again, and then we've had House of X and Powers of X where there's a queue and they're trying to bring back every mutant that has died before. So, but then Scarlet Witch brings all these that were dead on Genosha. So does that mean that those that, and, and Professor won't duplicate anybody. You can't have two, you know, two Wolverines or two Cyclops or anything. So if, if you know, Explodey Boy died on Genosha and his body's there, then was he also, you know, in a pod, and they also brought him back, but then Scarlet Witch brought him back. And so the premise, I don't know, I wasn't down with that after I got to thinking about it. (laughs) Does that make any sense?
0: Yeah, and I I wondered that as well, because I know that you can only have one, so if Hickman is writing this, then does that, will this have lasting effects for the X-Men?
1: Well, I mean, all the zombies went back down, right? So maybe you can have a zombie version of yourself and your real self, and that's okay.
0: <laughs> I mean, I hope it has you know? something, something to do with something.
1: Like, so, so I guess that was the whole premise part. First, I was like, hmm, intrigued, but this doesn't make sense to me. And then the team that was assembled... Like, this is kind of boring. Like, I like these characters individually, but together, like, I don't want to read a book about Magic and Angel,
0: Multiple Man, and M. M. Like, I, I'm always down with M and, and Multiple Man. I really, <laughs> I mean, really. No, I, I, it makes it sound ridiculous, but I do like them both.
1: I like all three, all four of them. I mean, Angel is my least favorite of all four of them. But as a team, it's just not it's, yeah, it's kind of like,
0: what are we doing? Why are we all here?
1: Yeah, like, this is the X-Men team. We have a, an island full of huge, crazy, powerful mutants and this is who we got. And then, then we've got this horticulture group with these old ladies. Like, why? Who, who cares about these guys? You know, the, the best part about this was when, uh, they brought all the, all the, the villain psychics, like Exodus and Mastermind and Sinister and all them, when they all came through the portal. That was the best part of these four issues. But then it seemed like most of their battle was off page, like in the background. Right. So that was really such a wasted opportunity, I thought.
0: Yes. Uh, I I, I don't know what to say beyond. Like, I'm just so disappointed. (laughs) Like, I wasn't looking forward to Empire. Uh, I I didn't think, like, oh, this is something I got to read for sure. But when I started reading it and I was like, oh, I like Al Ewing. I like this. I like Hickman. um, I know it's a Fantastic Four Avengers thing. But I mean, isn't isn't Jason Aaron writing the Avengers right now? And I don't think he has anything to do with this, right?
1: I haven't like, seen anything.
0: Is this kind of spinning out of that, like, the long road home or whatever that was called? Or, like, didn't Al Ewing do two 12-part Avengers series? And, like, this, is this the next step?
1: Maybe it, maybe it is in the grand scheme of things, and we're just not piecing it together very well.
0: Maybe. I I, I don't know. I think that something happened with the, uh, Thor and... Hanging out with uh, Quay, Sequoia, Sequoia, Qua, whatever his name is. The Celestial Messiah. I think in one of those series.
1: Oh, okay. I didn't know that. Oh, well, yeah. Wasn't he on, yeah, wasn't he like up on the moon or something and he made it rain so that they could have, keep their environment going on the moon?
0: I, I can't remember.
1: Wow. We are, we are just. But that's a shame too because I feel like we used to really, you know, we would really be into something like this because if it was well-written and well thought out and we'd have all of our, all of our info together and now we're just like, eh, we don't know. Eh, we don't really care. Yeah. just eh, probably isn't going to matter. That's true. That's true. You I know? think, I
0: mean, but I mean, I, I think that happened around fear itself. So <laughs> that, that was a while ago, if I recall correctly.
1: Yes. But there have been good things since fear itself.
0: So speaking of which, Kieran Gillen, um, I just saw a quote by him because he's jumping on the Eternals book again. And I was like, eh, pass. But it's with Asad Rubik. (laughs) And he wrote that said, if I ever did another book for Marvel, I would. I was like, why would Marvel publish something like that and say, listen, I hate you guys so much. But if I ever did another one, it would have to be epic or something like that. Like, doesn't that, you know, that's kind of weird, right?
1: Yeah, it's. I don't know. I wouldn't speak uh, to a former or or a possible upcoming employer like that, you know, I don't think, I think I mean, sometimes artists don't realize that that's a job.
0: Maybe I'm, maybe I'm reading this whole thing the wrong way. And that he's saying like, Oh, if I ever had a chance to write another book for Marvel, or maybe they're cut down some words and make the quote shorter. who knows? But it really seemed like, yeah, if I was ever going to do it, if they were ever going to convince me to come back to him, it was going to have to be a good story. Like everything <laughs> else is just trash. I don't know.
1: It's weird. Yeah. I mean, then, and they got to beg me like, I gotta really uh, do whatever I say,
0: right? And then, the, the, like, he points yeah. to Empire, and he's like, "I mean, like this over here, Empire." <laughs> <laughs> right, <laughs> right. Got to be better than this. So, you, okay, <laughs> all right. So, there's really not much to say about Empire, apparently, right?
1: I mean, tomorrow we'll find out how it concludes, but I haven't, I don't, I haven't heard like that. This is going to set up for the next Venom crossover or X of Swords. I don't think any of it's setting up for that stuff. So I think we'll just find out what happens if if Teddy is going to unite both sides, if he's going to stay in in space. Well, no, actually, that's not even the real one, is it? It's an imposter. So who cares?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Are you you excited about X of Swords?
1: Uh, So originally I was not because I just saw a promotion called, you know, X of Swords, which they're saying is... Supposed to be pronounced Ten of Swords. Some of them, some people are saying it's Ten of Swords, not X of Swords, whatever. Sure. Uh, it's a bunch of X Men running around with swords. like It just <laughs> seems silly to me. And I was really like, dude, Hickman, you start off so well, and now you've got Storm running around with a sword. What are you doing? But then as the promotional stuff has come out, it looks like it's going to deal with some of these. You know the Krakowan Island and the Oro- Oroko Island and his original horsemen and how they had to fight to seal the the island and so now I'm intrigued. So I mean, I'll put it that way.
0: Okay. I don't know if there's any. I, I just I just decided that I wanted to. Wanted to forego the a lot of these books like Marauders and Excalibur and everything like that. I do like Apocalypse, so if it has something to do with Apocalypse, I'd be interested in it. But you know, I don't think this this is enough to get me back involved.
1: So, are you not reading any of them?
0: Well, I just stopped. I just stopped reading. Um, like around X Force number ten. So, where are they on eleven? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I mean. I'm all. I'm probably four issues behind total with all the different series.
1: Okay. Well, I, you probably aren't. You really probably aren't missing too much. There's a couple things that have happened in some of the issues, but otherwise, it's it's nothing major. That's the thing. Like when Hickman gets off the book, you know, he he wanted to start all these books going strong with these various premises and stuff, and he did. But when they got handed off, they a lot of them have just kind of floundered.
0: Yeah. Well, the New Mutants book isn't. I, I don't think it's all that bad. Um, I am interested somewhat in those characters, but it still has like some sort of staying power with me. I'm not sure. I'm interested to know what happens with, with Boom Boom and, but I don't know why. Um, Chamber, I've always liked Chamber, but you know the characters that I kind of grew up with—they're all in Excalibur, but they're off in some weirdo fantasy land and they're hunting some like, you know, silver wolves or something. You know, like I don't care about this stuff. I know there is history there, but... Those again, are
1: warwolves from Excalibur.
0: Yes, right. I don't care about the old <laughs> Excalibur series, so why bring these characters in that really don't have too much to do with it, right?
1: Not that i I mean, unless it's... The big payoff is going to be that the swords are the only thing that can take out the warwolves, and that's <laughs> why we have uh, ten, 10 of them.
0: Right, right. Uh, whatever. But Probably you told not. me earlier tonight that Thor was actually a good read.
1: Thor has been great.
0: Are you really serious? Good. Like, I can't even, I couldn't even tell if you were joking or not.
1: 100%. I'm,
0: what so there are, you... are
1: six issues out. Huh?
0: What made you pick up Thor?
1: Uh, Scott Jimenez. <laughs> <laughs> he, he is a fan of the M6P. And actually, if you want to watch some videos about what's in the marvelous box, he has a ton of videos on YouTube. So a little plug for Scott. He's
0: fantastic.
1: Yeah. Oh my gosh. And, his little so Scott is like a friend now. You know, he he started as a fan, but now he's like a legit friend of mine now. And he posted pictures. I remember when his son was born and he posted pictures that he took his son to his first day of kindergarten yesterday. And I'm like, "Jennifer Aww. and I we feel like this aunt and uncle. We're like, "Oh my gosh, Jordan is in school now. I remember when he would, you know Scott would put him in a long box and his head would pop out of the long uh. box. <laughs> like, "Oh my gosh, how is he in kindergarten?" But <laughs> I digress. Scott sent me a message that said uh, something like, you know, issue six of, of Thor will make your jaw hit the floor or something like that. It's a, you know, stop you in your tracks moment. And all I could think of was that issue of um, time runs out or infin- no infinity when, when Thor throws the hammer and it goes like around the planet and then it crushes that guy through the mouth. Do you remember that?
0: Yes. Yeah.
1: And I was like, I need to read this. I need to find out what's going on. And so I'm only on issue four, but each issue I've had a jaw-dropping, like, oh, my gosh. He didn't even tell me about this. Oh, my gosh, now we're in issue two. Can Oh, here we go. <laughs> like, really? It's been really... It's been really... I mean, Donny Cates has taken some liberties with some origin stuff, and that's how he does things. <laughs> if you can look past that, it's just, like... I mean, the art is really good, and some characters... You know, I'm like surprised, like, oh, I didn't know this person was coming. And uh, it's like a new, it's a new envisioning of Thor, like a a take on Thor that hasn't been done before. Just when you thought all the takes of Thor can be done, there's a new one. So So I've enjoyed that.
0: Does it it tie into Venom? Because that's the vibe that I got.
1: It hasn't so far that I know of. You know, based on what I've read, it hasn't, but... You know his stuff. All eventually, I think, is kind of like Hickman's. You know how Hickman will grab stuff from Secret Warriors and Fantastic Four and just put little pieces of it in the X Men or whatever.
0: Right, 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 right.
1: But so all far, right. there's no no Venom characters, no Null
0: or anything like that. All right. Well, I mean, I will have to give it. I'll have to give it a, a look. See, you know, there were so many that I was like trying to keep up with and get caught up on, and then I. I'm to the point now where I'm thinking, uh this is where I can leave off on this. This is where I can leave off on this. So maybe, maybe try a couple of these. You know,
1: yeah, Thor is one I would definitely suggest.
0: I was to trying to up. get into Ghost Rider, but I haven't caught up on that. So, have you read any you of that? that? No. What made you pick that one? Um, I, I, I just fell in love with Jason Aaron's Ghost Rider a long time ago. I thought that was an mm. amazing run with the Ghost Rider. What'd you say?
1: Scott calls him the Ghost Driver.
0: The Ghost Driver? No, Ghost Rider. Way back before he was even on Wolverine, he was on Ghost Rider. It was like Mm. right after Daniel Way. Okay. So you liked that run? There was a huge run about the Antichrist, and I think the Orb was in it. Who's the big eyeball guy? Is that the Orb?
1: Yeah. 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 From.
0: So he was a prominent character, um, and that's why Jason Aaron brought him back for Original Sin. I remember that. They really wanted to kill this, uh, the Antichrist, but they knew that if they did that, then God's plan wouldn't come together because they needed to keep him alive. It was, it was weird. It was, it was a long time ago, man. Gotcha.
1: Yeah. Ghost Rider has never been a character I've been able to get into, but
0: it's, it's those kind of plots that I, that I really like. Sometimes, like, his Wolverine stuff was okay, but, you know, like, it wasn't crazy. Um, like uh his punisher you know like punisher max was very straightforward did you ever read any of that no uh-uh okay that was insane but this what his ghost rider stuff was just nutso, so off the wall stuff um more so like his thor run how he brought in like you know space whales and all that kind of stuff <laughs> space whales <laughs> I'll have to to give it a shot I'll have to give it a shot You should
1: And you're, you're also reading Immortal Hulk aren't you?
0: Yep still on that It's not as good I think it was critically acclaimed And so he's elongating the story a bit is what it Hmm. seems like, but not bad, not bad. He said
1: said it's going to be done at issue 50.
0: I think that that's pretty wise. I think that if he paces it out and he comes back to the green door and everything, I think that that would be a good, like, don't beat a dead horse, you know? Like, go out on top.
1: That's the way to do it. Keep people wanting more.
0: Exactly. Exactly. And on that, maybe we should end right now.
1: Yeah, If we've still got them, yes. (laughs)
0: <laughs> if people are still with us through the first half hour. Hmm. <laughs> but that's what we do.
1: That's what? That's just what we do. If you're going to listen to our podcast, that's what we do. Like The that's first half hour, 20 minutes is going to be random stuff, and it's going to be different every single time
0: absolutely you're gonna you know i started listening back to um a couple podcasts that i really enjoyed probably seven years ago i i was like man it's so good to hear these two friends again like just talking man i miss that because they're like my friends so i i convinced myself that our podcast is like that and it's good because people want to hear you know us interact and everything i don't know if that's true but i convinced myself i hope so (laughs) All right, so we'll have to see how Empire wraps up. If it leads into anything, we'll do that the next time we record. Uh, at least we'll touch on it. I'll try to get on Thor, I guess, and see how that's going. Um, what else is on your horizon? Are you are you looking forward to anything else specifically coming out? I know Swords of X. Anything else on the horizon that has, yeah, has most, got your attention?
1: Yeah, I've been kind of disappointed with a lot of this stuff from Marvel lately. So I've really just been keeping my my head in the X universe uh, like the Spider-Man stuff, I'll, I wait until it comes out in trade and then I pick that up. But individually, it's mostly just the X-Men stuff and now Thor.
0: Very but cool if one. you guys have recommendations, we'd love to hear them. Yeah, what do you guys like out there? Make sure you email us at m6ploc at com, or, of course, our Facebook page, which Jared is going to mention. Uh, hit us up on Twitter, the m 6 p and uh, go to our website, the m 6 pcom yeah, hit us up on Facebook. Uh, we try and post a few times a day.
1: Love to interact with you guys. Uh, so Facebook.com slash the M6P. Uh, jump on our, uh, phone system at 616-755-Tina. You can be a part of the show by leaving us a message and, uh, we will play it on air. And then we're on all the, all the social media platforms that the kids are doing these days. We got the YouTubes, the Instagrams, the Twitters. You know it. We're there under the M6P.
0: We are sponsored by DCB Service, discount comic book service, dcbservice.com, the best place now in the world to get your single issues, 40% off all your Marvel books, dcbservice.com.
1: We're also sponsored by themarvelousbox.com. For $25 a quarter, you get over $100 of Marvel graphic novels shipped right to your door. It's blind bucks subscription service it's a lot of fun you'll love it themarvelousbox.com we're also sponsored by community retail partnership which is crpsavings.com they are a discount membership service for office depot anything you get at office depot will be discounted with that service so check it out $39 gets you a lifetime membership crpsavings.com we're also sponsored by michaelwebsolutions.com Darren has solutions for all of your web needs, so check him out. He can help you out with websites, SEO, all the fun stuff. Uh, Darren is awesome. We love that guy. So check him out, michaelwebsolutions.com.
0: All right. I think that's it. So until next time, this is the M6P.